Yeah. Yeah. Let me drop exclusive game from my exclusive mind. You be out here chasing fame. I stay steady on my grind. Zero diamonds, zero diamonds. Thank you for tapping into the Exclusive Minds podcast. Today we're going to be having an exclusive conversation with exclusive content from exclusive minds. I'm your host, Rook. And Joe. Let's get right into it. All right. We are back for episode 49. Episode 49. Getting closer to the Magic 50. The big forty nine. It's not know? bad. I mean, I think we, uh, I think we first started this podcast uh, November of two thousand and twenty twenty one. Sorry, right? Twenty one. Yeah. So the tail end of twenty one. Okay, right around so. Thanksgiving. So yeah. what's that about? I don't know. Sixty or sixty five weeks, and we've gotten forty nine episodes down. So we didn't quite get the uh, once a week, but not bad. No, not bad at all. I think. For this episode, too, we might have... Uh, this is like the big episode right before the 50. I feel like we could have almost saved this one, but the timing of it, you know, worked out to be this way. So, um, yeah. I don't know I don't know what else to say besides uh, go Eagles. And I'm going to introduce our two guests here um, to be... Uh, I don't even know what you would want to call them. I guess like a rap group, a rap collective, too deep, right? Uh, we got John on the left, or my left, on the camera to your right. And then on my... Uh, wait, you want to say your rapper name? I guess that's that's fine. You do your thing. <laughs> okay. And then wait, on, John's his rapper name? John is not his rapper name. Okay, that's his government name. It's Jonathan. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, his rapper name would be Squiz. That's correct. And then on your left, my right, we have Scuzz Corey here. Yes, sir. Okay. And then um, yeah, so they just dropped an album, and um, yeah, so I guess you want to talk about the name a little bit first, just because you first and foremost they they sent a very detailed, you know, very professional list of like kind of things to talk about, which is incredible. You know, it's shows the preparation and the new approach, which I really like. So yeah, I got it. I mean, shout out for that because it's funny. We uh, we talk about doing that all the time, like yeah. coming prepared for the podcast. <laughs> and, you know, here's what we're gonna talk about, and we never do it. No, right? yeah, we absolutely. just turn it on and go and ad lib, and you guys send over the thing, and I'm like, yeah, let's do it. Let's rock it. We'll yeah. probably end up screwing it up worse because right. it's actually yeah, know, yeah, it's like an actual format. We're it's like, like all right, we're just used to like going yeah. off the top, and I I kind of even butchered the intro a little bit, so I apologize for that. No, no, but, no, no, that's cool. Um, yeah, so I guess. Actually, if you want to enter, like, I never liked when someone kind of introduced because it never did itself justice. And I know it's kind of hard to talk about yourself, but I guess, yeah, talk a little bit. You were on here before, so it'll probably be like a shorter version for yourself. But talk a little bit about, you know, how you got into uh, making, I guess, music with Corey. Uh, yeah. So, um, yeah, as he mentioned, I was here before with a, um, a guy named Wade who's been on the podcast a few times, I think. And um, me and him became... Uh, friends, you know, and played music together. I was the drummer, he was the guitarist, and uh, we were doing that for a few years and hanging out with my friends. I would always, uh, like, we would just for fun rap. So he'd yeah. be in the car, put on a beat, and I, I never thought much in, much of it. I kind of treated it as a joke, but um, you know, I met Corey, who's sitting across from me, or Scuzz, through my uh, roommate in college, Joey, and I found out that Corey and him had been making a few songs together. Yeah. And I thought to myself, you know, well, I've been doing it for so long just as a joke kind of in the car. It's like, why not just see if I can make a song with him? And he was open to it. So that was kind of how uh, the door opened for us to get together and kind of pursue our first take on a, our rap or music or, you know, whatever you want to call it. Because it's not subject to necessarily just rap, but yeah. that's kind of what we focused on for these yeah. past two projects. Music. And just then music. I was going to yeah. say, like, what was your perspective for that? Because, like you mentioned, like, actually saying, like, hey, we should get on a track, we should do something is a lot different than actually doing it. Like, saying, oh, this would be such a great idea, let's do it. And that yeah. could kind of be kind of, I don't know what you would want to call it, like, awkward in a sense. Because, like, you know, we went to, we all went to high school together, so it's like, seeing 
someone and just knowing them and then yeah. being like, hey man, let's let's get on a track and put it, something down. Was it like awkward at first? It's or? a comfort thing. Um, but like me and John, like we weren't like best friends, but like we worked together in high yeah. school. Just I kind of knew John. John knew me. Like we had mutual friends, you know, in high school. So it wasn't yeah. like weird, you know. But at the same time, like yeah, it's a comfort thing, like to be on the mic and you know expressing what you're saying. Yeah. Um, from my perspective, yeah, I mean, uh, I was doing it with Joey originally. Yeah. Sh- you know, shout out to Joey. And uh, <laughs> Joey's doing his thing on Twitch now. Joey's doing his thing, and yeah. he's using our music behind it, which yeah. is super cool. You know, That's cool. Yeah. We, we love the support. Yeah, um, but yeah, sure. so me and yeah. Joey, we uh, we made I think one or two songs. Um, it was called Morning Sun, and I played it for John, and he was like, "This is this is cool. Like, I love what you guys are trying to do here." Um, and then I actually made a beat and I sent it to him. This was September of twenty one, I think. Mm-hmm. And uh, he literally was like, "Dude, this is cool. I'm gonna start to write." And I went over to his apartment and we recorded our first song with a PlayStation headset yeah. <laughs> in in his kitchen with like folding chairs, like a pop up table. Yeah. Um, we actually like like the dishwasher was on, so like there was all this like feed in, in the background. <laughs> like it was a mess, right? But yeah. we were like, "This is hot. Like this is cool." Yeah. And uh, we did one, which ended up being bazooka on our first album That's right yep i remember that and then um i sent him another beat and it was like a michael jackson sample um it sampled billy jean yeah and we did that and then we did another one and we're like all right like we started to build some chemistry and uh yeah it It just became obvious it just kept building we were leading to an album or something we were We were making yeah. so many songs, um, at, or three at that point, not so many, but uh, we just knew that we were going to continue to make them, so we figured, hey, why not bundle these together and put it into some form of a yeah. project, which we just figured would be a 10-song album. So It was too much fun. Like We were having too much fun. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, the first, it was the just, first album, 3D, right? The, it was, was under was fir- 3D. Under yeah. 3D, right? It was under 3D. Right. It was our first name. Yeah, yeah, so yeah, when we started this, um, you know, Joey was doing it with Corey first, and that's what kind of introduced me to do it. Dude, um, right. But it wasn't initially just me and Corey. You know, we had incorporated Joey into those uh, early songs, too. So we went under the name 3D. You know, we just thought it was, there was three yeah. of us, and it was something quick yeah. and easy and simple. So we rolled with that, and uh, we pursued those 10 songs to make that first album, which we uh, titled ZZ. And uh, I, my name was, you know, Squiz. Squiz. He was Scuzz, and you know. Joey was Sway. Yeah. There's no Z's in <laughs> the those three names. S's, but, three uh, S's, yeah. yeah, I mean, we, we just went with that. Um, so, yeah, we, we produced 10 songs over the uh, next couple months. And uh, we had we a release date, I think, of like December Christmas 17th or 27th. Yeah. It was one of those. Okay. Um, and that was when the first album came out. And, uh, you know, we got um, some pretty good reception from our friends. Um and we liked what people were saying, which was motivating. But uh, one particular song in that album called What's New, you know, really started to get a lot of traction yeah, out of nowhere. Say, and, yeah. um, you know, that was really, really um, motivating to see, you know, like thousands of plays on this song. And yeah. we didn't we didn't put a dime into uh, advertising, you know, besides just telling our friends and yeah. posting it on uh, DistroKid. So it went out to Apple Music and Spotify. So it kind of just naturally reached an audience which we thought was like awesome and we were yeah. like well we can't stop now you know let's see how far we can go with this so before we get into like the analytical thing you guys mentioned um like how joe and this is not a diss at joe or anything but you mentioned there was three of you guys at one point and i guess with me and joe it's always been like kind of like a two-person operation unless like we obviously had alan which w- it was a three-person operation how do you guys and feel free to pitch into as well joe but like how do you like the two-person kind of uh, dynamic versus having like a third person and I guess you know in our our example it was three three people that had like 
all different kind of visions for it and it was a lot of like kind of back and forth i know joe and alan had their fair share of like disagreements or different moments and it, it you know it's natural right like if you have a a specific idea or a specific way that you think this would work and then presenting that to someone where it's like hey man i think i, I think i could see this going a lot differently or i could see this might being the the new way of doing it so I'm curious to kind of hear your guys' thoughts yeah. on having like a three-person team versus like a two-person team. Yeah, three. I mean, go go, you can go ahead. I, yeah. I was I was gonna say three is definitely a crowd. You know, anyone <laughs> would say that. But me, uh, Joey, and John all listened to d- different types of music, different types of rap. So when it did come come together, it clicked very well. Right. You know, um, you know, John's more old school. I like some R and B. Joey likes hard stuff. You know what I mean? Yeah. So that all kind of came together, and it did click. And we we were on the same page most of the time. You know, there was definitely times where, you know, we were like, nah, not this, do this, you know, going mm-hmm. back and forth and trying to coach each other. And not only was it, um, it wasn't hard, but it was also all of our first time doing that. So, yeah. like, we were all learning together, Yeah. you know, um, which was cool. So um, it wasn't a bad thing, yeah, you know, but sure. now that it's two of us, uh, we work quick, you know. So. Yeah, and... Yeah, I think having three people, I mean, you can have any number of people as long as the uh, chemistry's there. I think that's the most important yeah. thing. And it was there, and, um, you know, we're still open and working with Joey, but he kind of just, you know, lost a little bit of interest in making the music and uh, didn't seem to be as into it as we were. So uh, when we continued making those projects, we kind of just did so without him, and uh, we were always open to having him on, but, um, you know, we kind of mutually split paths, which is fine. And but, it was uh, cool. Yeah, it was cool. He yeah. was like, eh, it's not my thing. We're like, all right. But I will say there may be a little bit of a return in the future. Uh-huh. But I yeah. won't spoil uh, too much. Teasing a little so, comeback. He's been, okay. he's been, he, he's been throwing, throwing that, you know, throwing idea, idea around. out there. Yeah. Okay. So um, I think, you know, on my next solo project, he, we're, uh, he's going to come back and we're going to redo that very first song that we made, okay. which will be cool. Yeah. yeah. So how about you? What was your opinion on like having a three person? I mean, and even in general, it doesn't even have to be with exclusive minds, but no, having like a bigger team versus like a more intimate two person kind of operation. I mean, I mean, John said it, right? I mean, uh, it doesn't really matter how many people it is. If the chemistry's there, you can work really well. I mean, you know, my day to day job, I've got a, we've got a pretty big team and I get yep. along with a whole bunch of people. It just in our case, right? Uh, you know, Alan and I rubbed heads every once in a while. And, <laughs> You know that that it is what it is, right? So yep. I mean, it's human nature. Human you know, nature. I don't sure. sleep over it, and <laughs> don't right. take Joe's it personally. Tall, right. uh, you know, and turn it at, at nighttime. No, for sure. Yeah, you know, <laughs> that's funny. Um, I am curious about um, yep. how the album's distributed. I mean, that's I'm always interested in that. Obviously, with the yep. podcast, it's sounds like it's kind of a similar thing where you're going to an aggregator who's sending it out to all the services, all, all the stores. Yeah, yeah. We yeah. use um, DistroKid, which we pay yearly monthly something like that it's actually yeah. pretty cheap um and we can drop whenever we want whatever we want um and you just had that five day buffer period from when you which is a great story talking about <laughs> our origins we yep. had this first project zz super excited we're telling all our buddies they're reposting it right it's 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 a drop day and we upload it, and we didn't realize that the distributor has to send it to the stores. They have to approve it. Like, there's a process there. Yeah. And we were like, it's out tonight. Yeah. And then midnight came, and nothing happened. And we were like, holy shit. Yeah. So uh, we flopped, you know. But again, that, that was a learning thing. You know, we, we looked like idiots. We felt dumb, but it was part of it, you know. That, and that's something I just were talking. I was actually talking to Joe about this yesterday. It's like, you know, we're at this stage where it's like, it's okay to fail like thousand times because only the people that are actually keeping a close eye to you which is what maybe a couple hundred if that you're right you know what i mean yeah. but 
when it comes to down to when you actually have that immense following that like if well, I'll tell example, you, I mean, you know, we've that, talked about this. I mean, I, I've listened to make a difference. I, I mean, I listen to some big podcasts yeah. and sometimes it comes off like garbage and I'm like, damn, yeah. these guys have to have some serious coin. Where the hell is the, the production? Where's value. the production value? Yeah, where's yeah. the editing? And I'm sure people are like us, right? They're recording and trying to get it up as fast as possible, sure. even when they're big. Right, because uh, mo time's money. So I mean, uh, they don't waste time. But yeah, I mean, podcast is the same thing. Like, if I I put it up on Apple, I I actually do it. So we don't have an aggregator. I individually oh, put no them up on all of them, and and so it That's is. Great it, job it's weird. Like yeah. if you when I post it to Apple, like Apple. Sometimes it's instant, and then other times it'll take two hours before it goes through whatever the processing. Yeah. I'm sure they're checking it for you know content and language and stuff like that, and, yeah. and then it'll go up. So yeah, I learned very early on. You know, yeah. you know just wait until it is actually up yeah. before you start to promote it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. we sure. we learned that the hard way. Yeah. But um, again, I think that part it's just part of what yeah. shapes us into you know our our thing so sure. yeah i mean yeah many mistakes are going to be made when you're doing something for the first time but you know it's crucial to you know develop your skills with that thing and um you know it teaches you lessons like and i see we've made many many mistakes with that made first ton, album dude. but you know still having a song blow up to have about thousands i think it's at like 20 25,000 plays right now yeah that's um, cool. it's pretty awesome so that's uh cool. you yeah. know but so are you um when you're going up on like spotify and apple music is it just for digital listening or you, do you have the album up there and you're you charging for the album you you can buy it so um it goes to itunes um so i think it's like 10 bucks to buy it but you know everyone has the streaming thing now yeah. um so we get um every certain amount of streams we get sense like literally cents. yeah yeah yeah. I've heard, um, yeah so like i think it's like a couple thousand we'll get like five cents you know, Words, so, yeah. so yeah. I mean, it's cool, but you know, yeah, yeah. Unless you're Metallica not, or somebody like that, right? You're yeah. not, you're not yeah. seeing yeah. that. Yeah. We're, we're not Drake yet, but yeah. you know, <laughs> not yet. I like that word yet. Not you're, yet. You're, you're yeah. Grinding towards it. Absolutely. Um, so I guess. It, it, I mean, it's really enabling, though. That I mean, this is something that would have never happened in days past, right? You, yeah. If you didn't have a massive record contract, you were just white noise. In you the, were in the basement. Yeah. I mean, yeah. You, you're lucky if you could get a local gig, right? But mm -hmm. now, I mean. You don't really, I mean, you can get an instant audience or you, at least you have distribution, right? The distribution is the easy part where yeah. it used to be the hard part. Right. Yeah. Right exactly. now it's just promotion and it really does turn into a kind of a marketing and, and skill, right? Yeah. So, I mean, that, that kind of changes the game. I mean, we're finding that out, right? I mean, it's easy to get the podcast up. It's almost impossible to get an audience. Get and people. It, yeah. So it's a double-edged sword, right? It's great that distribution is now there for yeah. everybody, both pod and, and music, but it's there for everybody, right. and yeah. everybody's there, right? Everyone's so it's, doing it too. Yeah, it's so. a huge ass, like just. It, it's a lot. Yeah. What he said, and kind of, I want to kind of dive a little bit into the analytical side. I mean, I know you like we're talking about like the royalty and stuff like that, but you had like I know that you guys had a couple songs that actually got thousands of reviews. I think you said that, like the What's New one had like a couple, like it had like tens of thousands of plays on YouTube, and then your song, obviously, on and on, on had and on. like yeah. I'm almost, almost two hundred thousand or something. I'm almost at a half million. Streams. Half a million altogether, almost, like, like just for that song. Just for that song, wow. Yeah, so and you and you get like what? So what is like if you don't mind us asking, like what does the dollar value of like a, almost having a half a million streams look like behind? Um, like being independent, right? Based off, yeah, based off that song, I don't know exactly. What I made off that. It's yeah. majority of the money that we've made all together. Okay. With two deep or three D, and the Scuzz profile, um, we've made a thousand dollars total. Thousand dollars, and and we started 
you know, uh, Christmas of 21, you know. Christmas 21. Um, okay. Now we're here. So. Right around the same time that we did. Right, yeah, 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 literally right around the same time. Yeah, okay. But so. it's not like we're not doing this to For, get yeah. money, and I, I really don't care. I'd actually prefer if we didn't get any money because, um, you know, just I don't want to get into any legal scuffles or anything over, <laughs> yeah. over money so yeah. Yeah. just put this up um yeah. and receive no money you know for what, it. Though, i mean uh, if you have i mean it's a good attitude to have right i mean we're, we're doing this for basically just for fun right yeah. and um you know and it's kind of nice but it would be nice to, i mean obviously if you if you make a little bit of coin to use that money to kind of put back into the production exactly. and, and you know the the tools to to get it done it'd be nice if we could get some money right to buy some just newer equipment or whatever mm -hmm. it might be but um yeah. yeah i mean it's you know if it happens, great, right? I mean, then it, it, then it's a it's a good problem to have. If it doesn't happen, you're not disappointed, and you're just enjoying yourself and having fun. Absolutely, so, it's um, a win win. Yeah, I, yeah like, like you guys mentioned, like having that passion and having that that driving, like that that fire, kind of pushing us forward. I, I think it is like a good attitude to have. Like like you said, like um, with you guys and Joey, it's kind of that thing where it's like you know you kind of want to have people that are all aligned, I guess, mentally to keep going. Same thing with us with Alan. Like he kind of. Just started doing his own thing, and that's just how that how that kind of played out. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, so I guess talk to me about the process of actually creating a song, an album. What like what? So right now, boom! But you, you guys just dropped you just dropped last Friday or yeah, for real. Or First of all, Celestial Birth is out on all <laughs> platforms right now. Yep. Stream it. Okay. Lot. It's just it's great. A lot yeah. of a lot of. Uh, a lot of passion. Killer name, by the way. Who? who, who that was that was Swiss, man. That was all Swiss. <laughs> yeah, I uh, had to come up with a marketing yeah. name. I figured, yeah. you know, there's probably little to no other albums called Celestial Birth, yeah. and it kind of encompasses some of the songs that are in the album. You know, it's got kind of a spacey, uh, out there vibe. So I thought Funky. it would be a good good way yeah. to uh, encompass the whole project and uh, also double as you know a good way to stand out you know when you search it up in apple music or spotify it's bound to be one of the right. first things that pops up okay so. so today right boom we're starting a new album what what does that look like right what are you coming up with the name first are you going to like write down concepts what are like what's the first thing that's that's on the checklist and then what do you yeah. like how do you guys kind of develop you know coming up with like a all starts with the music all starts with the music yeah, yeah. okay we got to find beats we like and yeah. i um I I tend to be like the beat hunter. I think a little bit more than John. You know, I think that's fair to say. I like yeah. to. I I have a vault in YouTube of about three hundred different beats that we just. You know, I like it. Save it. I might show them. You know, tomorrow, two months down the road. Um, we we kind of know when it's album mode. You know, like we'll start making stuff and we'll be like, all right, it's it's time to like start to put this yeah, this together. So sure. yeah, it, it starts with the beats. You know, we find beats that we like. Um, I might send him something to be like, yo, this is just you. Like, you're going to tear this up. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I'm starting to find what our sound is. Yeah. So I'll, I'll find beats that we would be good on. No, you know I, what I mean? Both yeah. of us. And I don't yeah. mean to interrupt. And no, it's all right. Before I let it go to you, it's like when I was listening to this whole thing from like top to bottom, it just seemed to like flow really well between like having a solo song, having a solo song, mixing it together, mixing it together, solo, solo. Like it really just like flowed well like the content of it like you'll hear like people come up with albums not that are not necessarily like professional rappers i guess you could say or musicians whatever the case is but they'll have a song where it's like crazy incredibly hard like a gym workout type of song and then they'll have a song where it's like super like light and delicate and it just kind of like feels like it doesn't lap like right. i guess like from track one to track 10 or track 11 whatever and, it is like yeah. you guys do a good job of kind of like integrating like a i don't know what you would want to call it like a 
like a story formula or, or like a story, uh, yeah, like a kind yeah. of like you know, like it has a good, like it, you could play the whole thing. And you're like, wow, that it sounded fits. like yes, yeah, it fits. sounded like yeah. really professional. You know what I mean? But Thank I, you. Did, I didn't uh, mean to cut you off about going. No, you're fine. Yeah, um, yeah, I guess. Well, you know, when it goes back to the process of the songs, you know, we'll pick a beat, we'll lay some lyrics on it, and um, we just sit with each other and bounce off ideas of, you know, who should go first, oh, we should do this part there, and just hanging out, spending time on the song together, it kind of develops it until it reaches a point where, you know, we're satisfied with it. Yeah. And then, you know, we're sitting there with, you know, bank of songs, and we have to determine what order we want to put them in. That's there's fun. No, um, That's fun. Yep. There's yeah. no rhyme or reason to, like, rules when we pick out beats you know we yeah. listen to the beats and the only thing that matters is is if it feels right yeah so what we just happened to have you know 10 beats that felt right and made them into songs and it became to the time where yeah. we needed to lay them out yeah. so a song like back and forth which is our first song on the album um it's the only instance where we've ever made a song where you know i rap four bars and it goes him he raps four bars and yeah. it goes literally back and forth and we thought that was yeah. really fun exciting it was an uplifting, uh, kind of shorter song, and it just spoke to us as the intro to the album, yeah. you know? And so it just became the first song on the album. Yeah. And, and we kind of just follow a similar process for the rest. I, yeah, that one that one was unique, though, because that's the only song, or one of the only songs we've ever written in the moment. Like, we didn't, oh, okay. we didn't like, meet up and be like, all right, today we're going to do this beat. We actually did another song, and then I, we always end our studio sessions with me showing John some beats I found, or, like, vice versa. Yeah. And uh, I pulled that one up, and we just sometimes we just do this thing where like the beats on and we don't talk and we're just going typing yeah. typing typing. So, so I was gonna say like what so how, how like the the creativity like when you guys are actually recording right I know we're gonna talk about how like you're improving behind the scenes and everything like that and you know talking about studio and stuff but when you're actually there are you guys like freestyling are you coming prepared like is there someone that like you talked about having like an opener and closer how do you guys like determine the creativity like that that process of like yeah. all right we're gonna come here we're both gonna write at the same time like you said you only did that one time but like is there one of you that just goes there kind of just freestyles it and then just like kind of hops off or are you like punching in punching out how does that how does that work for you guys I think most of the time we come pretty prepared. Um, because Clearly, because you guys just set yeah. this whole We'll pick out that beat, yeah. and we'll both sit on it for a little while, and to the point where you know we'll text each other and say, hey, we both have some stuff written. And at that point, we feel comfortable getting together to actually record it. Okay. Um, and that's just for most. That being said, you know everything from that to spontaneously writing a song right then and there with each other and recording it can happen. You know, There's no rule. I said most... I. I'd like to say that most of the time we tend to uh, sit on the beat for a while, yeah. write some stuff, come together and record. But, I mean, there's been a few instances and everything in between where we just kind of will sporadically find a beat and re yeah. write yeah. stuff down right there in the moment and record it instantly. So I'm assuming you're doing some post-editing and mixing. Is, is mm -hmm. that occurring? or So who's doing that? So I usually mix the songs first for, like, a demo just to see how much, like, reverb or stuff like that we want on it. Um, and then once I mix it, we then send it to um, our boy Nate, who we met online, um, and he masters songs. So he'll like touch the beat up, oh, okay. really like like instead of us being on top of the music, he makes us in the music, which is more professional sounding. Um, so um, he does all of that for us. So it takes a couple of days. We'll send him tracks, and we don't talk to him until it, it, it is album time. So we talk to him once a year. You know, we'll reach out. 
um, and then you know we pay yeah, him. I, and he I never, gets it back. I, mean, I never had any appreciation for sort of all that behind the scenes work until it's a process doing this. And I, you know, I was like, oh, I'll just get, you know, I'll get Apple's Logic or something, and yeah. I'll just, I'll mix it. How hard can it be, right? Yeah, <laughs> and takes time. Five yeah. seconds in, I'm like, holy shit, this is <laughs> intense. And yeah. if you're really good at it, right, you can. You can make the sound dance for sure, yeah. um, but it is not an e it's not an easy thing. It's a real skill. It is, yeah. And like I can only take it so far. So yeah. like we record and I'll do my thing, but we send it to him. It comes back gold. Like this oh. guy's the man. So um, we appreciate him. For That's sure. cool. Yeah. I wanted to talk about um, improving and in bettering your craft. I know, like for us, me and Joe, right? When we're when we're putting out clothes, that's like the number one thing. Like big on quality. Big Joe, on Joe and I. Joe and <laughs> Joe, Joe and myself. You know, just kidding. Uh, me and Joe, when we get when we get together, right? Our big thing is like, what we, what can we do to make like this drop stand out from the past one? What can we do to make the fabric feel better? What can we do to make you know everything feel as better or as best as possible to you know appeal to our customers? I feel like that's like the only thing that separates clothing brands is the quality of what they're putting out. Same thing I would imagine for uh, artists and everything in that in that field. I know. You know, obviously me knowing a little bit about behind the scenes, what can you tell like the people listening that are like, well, what can we expect from these guys? Are we, are, do they hit a ceiling or is there, they're just going to keep rapping with no purpose? Like what do you oh, guys dude. have going, uh, going forward? Um, yeah. So I don't think, uh, I mean, I'll speak for myself, but I think this is the same for Corey. I don't, you know, when we decide we're going to make a new album or we're going to pursue a new project, I'm not thinking, you know, you know, I, what in everything can I do to make this stand out from the last? It's just more. I come to realize what I come up with naturally to me, I think is objectively just better than my past work, which is just, I think evidence of, you know, practice making improvement. So, you know, the more you're writing songs, the more you're getting, you know, familiar with different types of sounds and flows and, um, it helps you just improve. And I mean, for me, having a little bit of a musical background, you know, playing the drums and stuff, it's kind of always, I think, giving me an advantage when it comes to the, you know, putting down rhymes and how finding different ways the, to subdivide. and How long have you been doing the drum stuff? Sorry, real quick. Uh, I've been doing that since I was nine. nine and, right. um, yeah, I still play to this day, not as much as I used to, yeah. um, you know, just time and work and everything. But I, I, I like viewing rapping through that lens, and I, I think it's fun to do so. Um, so I don't think we necessarily are looking for specific ways to stand out from the last. I just think our, our improvement makes us stand out, and the more yeah. that we... Uh, you know, practice, the better we get. But uh, I'll let Corey speak to uh, his own mind about this, too. I think it's natural. Yeah. I mean, like, we, um, you know, for a long time, we just had ZZ out, like, our first project. And we took about a year to make this one. And, uh, like, I want to tell people about our music, but I want to be like, like, not like, don't listen to that. But I'm like, yeah. you have no idea what we're sitting on. You know what I mean? Yeah. Just, like, the quality goes up. And like you said, over time, you know, practice makes perfect. Yep. And with anything. and. Yep. Um, it's just natural, yeah. I mean, I don't think our mindset is ever like we're gonna top this song. You know what I mean? Like it's yeah. just it just happens. Yeah, we're just it's just natural. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, and that's that's our goal. You know, it's just every time we release something, we want it to be better than be, better than the uh, last thing we put out. But we're not, you know, specifically listening to that. You know, picking at different parts like, oh, let's do this to make it better than that. We just yeah. want to show improvement with everything we put out and. Um, we think, you know, with everything that's going on behind the scenes, yeah. that's uh, the road we're heading on. I think there's definitely a, um objective difference if, you know, anyone listening were to listen to our first project and now turn oh on God, what we yeah. just released, you know, they'll Absolutely. hear a big improvement. So. Absolutely. So I'm, I'm kind of curious. I mean, obviously, um, you talked about how, you know, you've had some success and some hits. 
without any marketing. Is there any thoughts to maybe changing that and getting aggressive on the marketing side, or how are you saw a guy right trying here. to get your word out? I mean, other than this podcast, which, absolutely. You know, um, we just made an Instagram account. That was a big step that we've been talking about and talking about. It, it was just a matter of me sitting down and doing it. So we we have an Instagram, um, which is cool. Um, it's called Two Deep Dot Twenty Eight. So go follow that. Mm-hmm. Um, we're trying to communicate with fans through that a little bit. Um, but yeah, we're working with David on trying to do some T-shirts, maybe. Um, just, just try to, you know, besides just the music, to re- really reach yep. out and like grab them and maybe give them something physical that they can hold, as in like a, like a T-shirt or a hat. You and know? Uh, I think we have probably bigger plans for for marketing in the future. Uh, with all we have going on behind the scenes and what we are planning for our next project, I think it's uh, really going to be to the level where I think. Um, it could pass and you know like the mainstream marketplace uh, yeah. and gain some traction so i think if when this next project comes out um it being you know recorded in an actual studio and all that stuff if we wanted to you know pay to promote it i know there's different methods of it'll maybe spotify or instagram will push our account to yeah. people for a fee or you know there's different ways that we could you know pay just to get exposure to our music which is all we want um we're not you know trying to get more money out of it we just yeah. want as many people to hear it as possible yeah yeah and i feel like the, the thing that you said which was great is just like you're you're not selling something right you're just like letting the music speak for itself you're like all right if you like this this is what you know this is what we could have to show for that and when you're promoting that there's a bunch, bunch of different ways that you could go about it um a friend of mine t rob he he's doing it in an interesting way right now where we kind of talked and he, was, he has a gaming page. Like, he posts on TikTok a bunch of gaming clips, right? This is completely irrelevant, but I guess it's relevant to the story, where he's starting to use his own songs now versus, like, before he was using, like, Lil Baby's song in the back of his, like, gaming clips and stuff, like you said, with Joey. And now his, like, pages accumulated, like, over, like, a million interactions, and that's just, like, eyeballs to his music. So just coming up with those different things, and I know we got on a phone call where we talked about, like, hey, we got to name something a little bit differently, and that was kind of more like your thing of like the celestial birth, but like uh, like I, I think I used the example of like the song Armed and Dangerous, right? Pop Smoke has a song like that. Juice World has a song like that. Uh, I think King Von has a song like that, right? So when you're typing that in, uh, like people of like, like the smaller guys coming up, you're not going to see that as the top five result, right? You're going to see Juice World, King Von, yep. Pop Smoke, right? right? You're going to see all these other guys, and then you're going to see that at the end where it's like, celestial birth you type that in you're, you guys are the only ones there right like we got you, it you yeah. know, like that's that's that where spot. you guys kind of have that unlocked so i think that just being different coming up with creative strategies and me and joe are learning that every single day and we, we preach on this podcast all yeah. the time it's i mean like, marketing is an interesting marketing, spin i mean it's, and it's crazy man like i mean we're we're just kind of learning now like i mean we could put up an hour podcast and you know get dozens of views and yeah. if we put up a short that's a two second or two minute clip it's yeah. a getting views in an hour, in an hour right? <laughs> yeah. and it's uh, well people have very short attention spans yeah. and a la tiktok but yeah uh, you know so it's kind of interesting to just figure out what we need to do to sort of get the promotion out Marketing's that's crazy. actually uh that's actually an interesting an interesting point that he says that about a duration of 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 content because yeah. we've actually um thought to ourselves you know hey let's make a song, and this is uh, talking about our first song, Back and Forth Again, we purposely chose to keep that relatively short yeah, because yeah. we, we wanted, mm-hmm. you know, the intro to the album to just be a brief, like, here's what to expect on this album. It's energetic, it's fun, it's short and sweet and simple. So yeah. I think it really uh, it helps 
for some of those people that might not want to get locked into a whole emotional attachment to a song that they're listening to, which we certainly have some songs like that, but it, you know, provides some diversification and to those people that just want to stop in temporarily, temporarily party for a little bit yep. and leave. So. Absolutely. No, for sure. And me and Joe did a thing where we gave each other like an album to listen to each. I think I gave him like a Kanye West album before he got like canceled. <laughs> yeah, the like easy that. Red album. And yeah. then he gave me an album. But what I noticed is like from like the older, like it wasn't even that old. I think what it, it was like a '90s album or like which a, one? The the one I told you to listen to yes, was yeah. Tool's uh, most recent album. Most so. recent album. Okay, it's probably but, 2019. 2019. Okay, fair enough. Well, I noticed in that type of like. In, like I don't know what what kind of music it would necessarily be. Some of the songs on there, even in some like the older stuff that you even play, it's like a six minute song. Like, do you guys like? Is that like completely out the picture these days? Like Joe said, with the TikTok era of of music, like even the interludes. Like I don't even see any like. Interludes well, I mean, it, albums, it's a process. You know? It's an, an evolution, right? You have to. I mean, I think that you need the short form content to kind of pull people in. And then have the long form uh, there. And then they'll sit there and, and either like it or they won't like it. And if they don't like it, they'll move on, right? And they, they haven't, no one's invested any time in it. But those that find it, you know, entertaining and interesting will then commit to the six-minute stuff. And you have to build that audience and that expectation. That's at, least, that's at least the way I see it, right? For sure. So, I mean, we're obviously finding much more appeal in little short format videos for the clothes and stuff like that. Versus trying to do a long format thing. Like the podcast was originally kind of to self promote the clothing. the clothing and you know, who who wants to listen to a you know, an hour tirade about, you know, hey, what are we doing? We're we're having an issue with an ink, right? Yeah. So I mean it's it's kind of you know, like you said, it's a learning experience, right? So we're just uh, we're we're kind of morphing to where we need to go for it. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and I, I don't think the door's closed to um, you know, do anything that is of a super long format. Um I think with songs, you know, your average song may vary from genre to genre, but I think like you're looking at like, yeah, like three, maybe four minutes if you're, you know, listening to maybe more rock stuff like I am. Um, but uh, with with what we like to do with just me and Corey and us just with the strictly rapping stuff, you know, I think it's it's golden to keep it right around, you know, three or four minutes. That's That works for us. and um, That's where rap is at right now, too. Yeah. Like I, think, I think that genre is at short and sweet. Yeah. You know, people like to head bop and melodies. You know, we like to get lyrical, but, um, you know, with back and forth to capture attention and to draw people in, you got to have that that short and sweet But with uh, someone like, you know, bringing in Wade and, um, you know, going down more of a rap rock genre That's or doing that yeah. thing, you know, that opens up a whole bunch of other uh, possibilities. You know, you have me and Corey filling up the time with our vocals and, you know, Him trying to do everything and... Maybe you have a three-minute-long guitar solo that's just, you know, a beautiful piece of music, and it, and it fits. So it's all about that particular song and uh, what it requires. But uh, I think as we delve into expand our sounds and genres, incorporate more instruments, uh, you probably will see some longer stuff. Yeah. I know you guys are coming off of the album, so I don't—I I know you probably haven't thought of this, or maybe you have, but— um, have you guys ever thought of like doing something like completely like alternative, like kind of what Lil Yachty just dropped or kind of what Drake dropped in the past where it's like house music and stuff like that? Is that kind of what you were just talking about with Wade having him kind of come in and do like some live stuff or have you ever considered doing like an alternative album different than just like strictly rapping? You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, vocally for me, I'll speak for myself here. I am not a singer. So yeah. uh, I think, you know, well, a song like Funk Dimension, I I have a little bit more of a like singing vibe, yeah. but I'm still rapping. But I think we're going to 
probably stay strictly around like rapping. Hip-hop, I don't see yeah. us releasing like a song where we're both singing our hearts out yeah. or anything. Yeah. But the uh, where you'll really see a lot of that diversification will come from the instruments. You know, we'll yeah. have a keyboard, a bass, my drum set. You know, Wade on the guitar. We want to incorporate all that stuff and you know really make some stuff that stands out. And uh, we know it's been done before rap, rap, rock, but we want to. Uh, you know make a really elegant piece of music and then you know have us rapping on top which is just we think a really niche uh marketplace right now and uh, not a lot of people are doing that because you know as time goes on it seems like less and less people are playing instruments so yeah fair enough yeah same with you like yeah i mean uh i will say i'm working on a r&b project right now so it's a little different Uh, i literally just started it so it's it's a you know it's just a slower rap you know okay um but yeah you won't catch us like singing <laughs> but yeah, yeah, fair enough. but um I am excited to tap into the instrumental side of what we're trying to do for sure absolutely yeah um, and even for something like R and B I mean the instrumental can go right in there with that right, you know yeah. some that, low key melodies and yeah. nice music and uh, Corey rapping slower and more sentimental over top you know yeah. we're looking to do everything that uh, we think we could do well yeah, yeah absolutely. Kind of going back to what Joe was saying about like the short attention spans and everything with that, I wanted to mention like how how often are you guys like, like how long are you letting a song sit before like all right this is not it I listened to it so many times I don't like it at all let's skip it or do you guys tend to like once you're making you're like all right this is gonna stay no matter what because for me personally, when creating like a shirt or a, like a hoodie. I'll be in a, a mode where I'm like all right we have to put this out immediately immediately I'll sit on it for like a week or whatever the case is like and just not like it at all i'm like all right i don't want to put this out i don't feel like this is the right thing do you guys have those oh yeah dude for sure actually really funny story so we have we have three solo songs each on the album and we i guess i'm gonna say we started working on this project about this time last year is when we like made a first call couple songs that we didn't know it would be on this project but you know um so we did know there was gonna be three and three and then four together um and i made three songs and I cut them all from the project. Like, really? I didn't know. Like, made them, sat on them. It was album time. And I'm like, all right, I made these three before this. And I was, one day I was, I ran through all three of them. And I was like, these, these aren't it. <laughs> like, yeah. cut them. And then I played him stuff that I had in the vault that I didn't make for this album, which was June 7th and Big Leagues. Yep. And he was like, no, they, these, these are it. Like, these need to be on there. So I pulled those out of the vault. So it depends. You know, some, yeah, like, a song like Back and Forth was made for the album. A song like June 7th wasn't, but it, it was yeah. a banger and it yeah. fit, yeah. We're, th- our, we're always our worst, our own worst critic. critic right? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I we're all like that, right? Yeah. yeah. When do you put the period at the end of the sentence, or when do you put the... Yep. And the that's why being point. in a group is nice, because I'll t- like, yeah, yeah. there's a lot of times where John's... To bounce it off of. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. John will be like, I don't really like that. And I'm like, no, dude, stick with that. You know, mm-hmm. that was sweet. And, like, he gives me a lot of great ideas too like you know i feel like we lean on each other like perfectly you know and i think it's funny because um to to speak to your point you are your your own worst critic because uh the stuff that tends to get pulled the most is the stuff that we just do as a solo song you know so if it's a song that Corey just did all himself uh or a song that i did just all myself we're more likely to pull that and have less confidence in it than if it's something that we did together where we think, yeah. you know, each other's really driving the music. And uh, so I, I don't know. Have we ever pulled a song that we both worked on together? I, Pull I, as in, like, cut it? Yeah. I, I don't know if we ever have planned for a song on the album and that we both and were then on cut it. and then decided to go against it. I think usually we have a pretty high confidence level um, yeah. when we're That's working on it. That's where the prep comes in, though. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, like, we'll send each other beats and then sit on it and then, like, know, yeah. you know, that this is the one. I feel like when we do solo songs, right, 
there's like, no room for we'll the just make group it ones to be, like, be cut. Yeah, exactly. Because there's exactly. there's so much prep, like you said, that yeah. if it's gonna get to that far in the process, it's because we know it's we probably know. gonna yeah. work yeah. out. Absolutely. Yeah. I wanted to uh, talk a little bit about just like kind of like something that you thought was gonna be such a crazy success like you're like oh this song is going to do the best on oh. the whole thing like me and joe right I, and i'll let kind of joe talk a little bit about this we had a collaboration with one of alan's friends in new york if you remember this of course he's going to remember it right <laughs> well yeah that was probably the breaking point for me <laughs> yeah yeah so we uh I, I don't necessarily remember how everything fell in mind but uh we had like a collaboration with this guy in new york we're going to split the costs and split the um Profits. Profits. And, he know, was going to do marketing. Yeah. We were going to do marketing. And, and you, know, you know, he it, was going to have everything. Inventory, right? It I mean, sounded in good. In theory, it all sounded it really right. good. But obviously, if one person doesn't hold up their end of the side, uh, side of the deal, it falls apart in a hurry. And then we ended up looking a little bit further into his whole thing. And it was like, this guy didn't even have a website. He wasn't like active on his any of his like social medias, really. And he just kind of like. I don't even know if he paid his half. I think we ended up having to no, front we, the whole thing. No, we didn't get a dime from yeah, him. So, so we had to front the whole yeah, thing. But, like, I guess that's kind of one of our stories about how, like, you know, kind of a F up or one of the things that we thought, this is going to be huge. You know, we are putting, like, a lot of our eggs in a basket here, and then it didn't kind of right. turn out. Is anything and that happened? was, I mean, that was peak uh, collaboration. Everybody was, you know, yeah, you got, collaboration like was the hot thing. Yeah. Adidas yeah. and Gucci, uh, yeah, 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 whatever yeah. the case was, is. You know? yes. right, okay. Have you guys ever had, like, a, I guess, a situation where you thought, like, this song's going to blow up and it end up being something that you guys were not even going to put on, like, an album or something like that? You want to go first? Because I have mine for sure. Um, I mean, for me personally, I don't think there's... Anything I've put out that I I really was like this is it and it didn't do that well I think um most of the songs that we put out perform as about as well as I expect them to I'd say with the exception of uh, some of that stuff from the first album you know we really thought for instance uh, a song like the plan would would do a lot better pick. than yeah, it did um, <laughs> so uh, I'll, I'll let Corey talk more about that one it hasn't been a much time you know we just released this album two days ago so right. there hasn't been enough time to see for this one if i'll be disappointed in, my, yeah. in any of these tracks or not yeah. um but yeah i'll let Corey talk about the plan a little bit more the plan yeah so we try to have at least one slow song on the project i'm i'm usually the one pushing that you so know? i just want to clarify he's uh speaking about the first project the first not project, the current yeah, project yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah so yeah, yeah. zz that dropped in 2021 um the plan was it was towards the bottom of the track list um and yeah i thought like the beat was super cool and we were all like just it was slower um i thought for sure and all three of us were on it and that was mm -hmm. one of the only, like there was only like two or three songs where all three of us were on it so i thought that was going to be a hit yeah. that one and uh floating which was also on the first project was the michael jackson sample beat um i mean i thought that song was stupid mm -hmm. some some people love it but it's more like our boys you know what yeah. i mean it's not so much like a mass right. market yeah, song yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, for sure. Like things definitely like don't pan out, yeah. and it's always the ones that you don't think are gonna be the ones that are the ones, you know. Yeah. Um, real quick, uh, you were talking about the Michael Jackson beat, and this is kind of going off a little bit, but is or like because me and Joe were just having a conversation last week. I don't know if you want to update the people about um, the Peloton situation, right? Where you were you were saying in your case it's the Michael Jackson beat. Is there like a copyright issue with any of that type of thing? Are you guys like how does that like how does that work, right? Because we're kind of exp not experiencing that, but we're just like noticing like this is our exact design, right? That's like our exact thing. Like, what's that like? Well, I mean, I'll speak to uh, this is part of the reason why we want to pursue some of that more instrumental stuff with Wade and because, uh, you know, that comes all organically from us. Mm -hmm. um, and a lot of the stuff we're, we're getting now, we're sourcing from YouTube and um, a lot of it we're trying to uh, use that, you know, is, is free to use. Um, 
but you do run into some instances where a song like that, you know, may, if our if it blows up enough right. and they see it gets a lot of traction, you know, maybe they'll try to come for us in that instance. So um, that's where you're gonna get tied up with the money thing. Yeah. It's like if this blows up, you guys get exactly. a thousand bucks, two thousand so, bucks off that. They're gonna be like, all right, where's our to avoid yeah. that altogether and to also you know double as being more organic and improving our quality. I just think moving in that direction where. You know, we're we're doing everything ourselves, yeah. and and with your help, you know, David is taking uh, care of a lot of the marketing. He's making all our artwork and stuff like that, yeah. which we greatly appreciate. And uh, we're we're writing all our own lyrics. You know, we do everything ourselves, except when it comes to the beats that we're finding. So yeah. if we can do that part ourselves too, you know, we're truly doing everything ourselves. And yeah. you know, there's only one person who's making it, and that's us. So there's yeah. nothing yeah. for people to come for. I Specifically, like, though, oh, yeah, I'm sorry. No, go ahead. With the Michael Jackson beat, we got that from YouTube, so the producer of that beat had to handle that side of it. Oh, okay. Of like right. the specifically the like the Michael the, the do 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 like yeah, that yeah. like famous bass line. Like he he did that, and then we got it from him. Okay. So we, he was like the third party there. Yeah. yeah. Did you end up? I think didn't you say you had an update with the the Peloton thing, or did you want to talk about that? A well, bit? so I mean, I think when we were talking about right, the only thing we had was. Basically, that scream image from their Instagram account right. that had the smiley face. And we were like, what the heck is this? And it was supposed to release on the 24th. And I think we recorded that podcast on the 23rd. Sure. So we weren't really sure what you know the end result of that was going to be. And then on the 24th, they dropped it. And it's basically just apparel, right, that incorporates the One yellow smiley face yeah. um, with the tagline, uh, bring your own energy. It's cool. I mean, I, I, look, yeah. I mean. I don't, you know, we don't care, (laughs) but it was just like, what the hell, man? It was I literally was trying to figure out, you know, because you said Alan did it, right? Right, And I'm trying to figure out if this is something that we originally created and somehow they found it and actually copied it because it'd be like, that's not cool. Yeah. Right. And as it turns out, I think that I found it on, so the, the basic black and white smiley face is on... What the heck? A stock, uh, stock image, image right. stock. One of the generic things, and then obviously I think that we colorized and they did the exact. I mean, it is literally like it's a not exactly right rep. though. I looked at it closer and ours has kind of like the dripping paint. Like theirs doesn't have that. It's just really weird, but it, it <laughs> huh. is. It is a like an exact copy. Yep. Shout out to Peloton, man. Yeah, so nice yeah, they stole our smiley face, and I'm still waiting for them to make make uh, make it even by giving us a piece of hardware to. to yeah. Damn right. yeah. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Um, so you talk about doing it in-house. How's it been, like, trying to find someone to do uh, your beats for you? I know you kind of had a couple people in mind. What's, like, your style so specific? Obviously very detailed, detail-oriented when it coming to a lot of that stuff. I would imagine that's a very, like, selective process. Sure. So talk a little bit about that. Um, yeah, so, uh, yeah, we. it's more of a recent thing. You know, after we released this project, you know, we're now – really realizing and giving a lot of thought to hey you know we we got to do this all ourselves going forward instead of you know trying to outsource the music to someone else or at least someone else who's not you know in our circle so we found a few people that we uh know make beats and uh a guy named ethan who went to our high school for instance is um sending me some stuff to look at now for Mm -hmm. us to review and maybe record some stuff too but uh we're going to just put ourselves out there try to find anyone who might be interested in making something original and um, the ideal, I think, though, would be for me to lay down a drum beat um, and maybe Wade lay down a guitar beat and give that to someone like Ethan, then who then can like maybe incorporate any or, other, yeah, digital instruments or, yeah. or anything that we can't do. And it's kind of just yeah. let him yeah. do whatever he wants because we want 
as many uh, kind of a mix of you know not just all raw instrument sounds but a little bit of that you know more yeah. generic today's pop sound too so those those um like building the beats on those you know recording or platforms ever it's hard like i've tried yeah. you know like to put the hi-hats and the cymbals and the snare and the crack like all that and the kick it's hard like to build that like people who do that have a real skill yeah. real talent yeah, that's, can, it's hard to do I mean, you can get very quickly overwhelmed with the just sheer amount of options options yeah. it is amazing like oh, i mean yeah. you want to do a japanese you know vibe you can do that <laughs> yeah. you want to do chinese wind flutes you can turn it into that I mean, it's it crazy is, it's nuts it's crazy yeah, it's, there's there's so many layers to it because that's just that's the one layer of you know picking out the instruments and the yeah. sounds you want yeah, and yeah, then yeah. You yeah. have the whole process of then, you know, applying reverb and, yep. and, and you putting know, it together. condensing the music yeah. and, or your vocals or and the mixing. I mean, it, there's so much work and talent goes into uh, something like that from start to finish. It, it's truly amazing. And, uh, you know, we just want to be able to provide as much of the music as possible, but we will probably end up outsourcing to uh, the mixing and that sort of production process to someone we know uh, quite well and trust and you yeah. know some where we could retain full ownership of everything we do yeah gotcha. okay so uh, we uh we could do a double thing here where we've been looking for an intern now we need an intern that has uh music capabilities bo both music as well as uh audio or, yeah. or verbal audio yeah, and we'll, absolutely. Uh, we'll put them to work and uh, right. <laughs> give them all kinds of cred yeah most right. definitely um so is there any other like stories or any process talk that you wanted to mention about the uh the late album the celestial birth or is there any, is that do you guys kind of like talk about everything with that um uh yeah i mean i guess we could talk a little bit about what people will will find when they listen yeah, to yeah, it absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Just, uh, song by song i mean we got stories behind every song i always think is a story absolutely For sure yeah so i think uh yeah we talked a lot about back and forth which is the first song on the album the uh second song is origins which is uh the first solo song of mine um it was recorded a long time ago and uh i sat on it for a while but it it's kind of more faster pace for me, and we thought it would be a good to kind of head the album. Yep. Um, yeah. And then uh, that song's about a year old now. Yeah. Like f for us, yeah, it's about it, a year old. Four Hills is after that, right? Uh, Four Hills is next. We made that, or we you showed me that beat around the Halloweenish. Yeah, I was gonna say that's like actually a recent one. Yeah, like. yeah. I was in a uh, restaurant um, with my family, the Harvest, which yeah, I know you like. Fire. Yeah, Harvest um, is a good spot. And you been to Harvest. I think so. Yeah, it's pretty good. Where's that at? Seasonal food. Oh, that's like two hundred two or something. Yeah, like it's on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. yeah. Oh, okay, yeah. okay. Exactly. Um, and I, I don't know what we were there for. It was some with my grandparents. I think it was their anniversary. Something like that. I think. Yeah. And I, I had had a me. few yeah, yeah. few beverages and was taking frequent <laughs> trips to the bathroom. And I was for whatever reason I was in the bathroom and I just heard this song yeah. on the loud it. It was such a unique genre. It was a completely instrumental song. But it kind of had like drums that were kind of like rap beat. They weren't like organic um, acoustic drums. They were definitely electronic drums. And it was really, really a cool vibe. And smooth. I just thought to myself, like, smooth. man, I wonder if we could do anything for this. Yeah. So I actually asked Siri on my phone, you know, hey, Siri, what song is this? And when she told me, I was able to send it to Corey and say, yeah. hey, you know, what do you think? And he loved it so much that we decided, like, oh, we definitely got it. <laughs> oh. She, uh, she, she heard me when I said that. Um, <laughs> That's funny. But we decided, yeah, we got to make a song and just something that yeah. simple, you know, hearing something in the bathroom turned into uh, the music for the third song on, yeah. on this track. So. And we, like, a lot of the feedback I'm hearing on that song is, like, it's, like, the beat makes people think of, like, Hollywood, which is cool. Yeah, like, yeah. like a movie type of beat. 
which is cool. That's funny. For sure. You're yeah. just like in the bathroom. Guy was just like. Guy found it in the bathroom. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, Hollywood, though. Yeah. yeah. Sure. Inspiration um, comes in strange places. Right. Oh, never know. definitely. You never um, know. Yeah, I'll let uh, I'll let Corey talk about the the next song because I think it's the uh, it's a really good way to um, change up the album. It's a much slower and sentimental song. So uh, I'll let Corey talk more yeah, about we, June seventh. And that and that and that goes back to track order. You know, like this is this isn't just songs. It's an album. So it's like yeah. telling a story. Um, the next one's called June 7th. That's the day I asked out my girlfriend. Uh, so it's like a slower song for sure. Um, you know, just, just passion. You know, it's just yeah. a lot of passion. The uh, beat, it's quick. It's like a minute and 50 songs quick. Um, you know, just laying out my feelings. You know, and it, it was raw. I made that song um, late June, July mm-hmm. of last summer. Um, and, uh, yeah, it, just, it was just how I was feeling because it, it was that honeymoon phase. You know, I'm yeah. like, this chick is awesome. She's the one. And she still is. Absolutely. I was gonna say, how did she, re- how did she react Forever. to it? Uh, she she like likes it. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. She likes it. I can confidently say that's probably her <laughs> best song on the album. Nice, cool. Her favorite song. So, uh, yeah, that one's cool. Yeah, uh, and you guys then, also had like a like because it was like June seventh, and then the next song was like nineteen ninety one, which was like a good like. Which is cool because not only does it look cool, but we shock them right. So like Four Hills is kind of vibey, you know. Origins was like spacey. And then June 7th really slows it down. And then, boom, we flip it right back to 1991, which is Squiz's song. Yeah. And, yeah, I think um, when we, 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 it really didn't take us a long time. I think we kind of mutually came together and made one album list or, or the order of the songs. And that was what we, we, what was we stuck with. It was and quick. Yeah. yeah. Like he mentioned, we thought uh, the visual of the first song being June 7th and the next song down being 1991 would be kind of cool because it's yep. a full date. Um, but also, like he said, you know, he's rapping from something from the heart, really slow uh, about his girlfriend and how much that means to him and she means to him. Um, and then uh, to a song like 1991, which is definitely by far my most aggressive song I've ever made. Um, yeah. You know, it's really fast paced. Um, it's probably some of my fastest rapping on the uh, whole album. And I think it just really it's halfway through. It's the fifth song. So it really just Sets punches people yeah. you know and it wakes them back up um, yeah from absolutely. from a vibe where you know maybe they were thinking about their significant other you know um so i think it's a good way to kind of shift gears and like it was said, cool. just keep everybody yeah. interested by pulling them in all sorts of different directions and yeah. not letting things get too stale or go in one direction for too long yeah. Absolutely, yeah and then after that we got hero's journey which we used as our promo single Yep. Um, so we used a very similar cover art. So shout out to David for that. Yeah, that, um, that was a good uh, good choice for a single. It was it was perfect. It it was a, a really just an us song, old school beat, cool flow, and we told a cool story. Yeah, so, yeah. I for yeah. whatever reason I, I don't. Did you who found the beat? It was Ancient you, bro. Soul. It was you found the beat, okay. the title, and the idea for the song. That was all. Yeah, you. I I don't know why, but I, I heard this song and it it just like spoke to me. It's like the perfect opportunity to rap like with a fantasy inspiration yeah um so i kind of just wanted to rap about one generic story that would fit any kind of you know main fantasy character almost like a luke skywalker or, yeah or someone in that yeah like yeah. in that fantasy thing so there's certain lines you'll see in that like um um to be dead at only 30 is the sacrifice a lot you know didn't want the hero's journey but this is the life you got like kind of rapping about I think those generic things and like like kind of that typical hero's journey and how that plot would develop and I I think it was really cool to try to stick to a structured story rather than you know just random rhymes to you know that are energy filled this lets people kind of sit back and I want them to think about this you know kind of makes them uh, think about something different and it's not really 
subject matter you would typically find in a in a song like it was this. unique yeah. Oh, yeah yeah we just wrote about being a superhero it was cool yeah. yeah yeah i like that i like having a concept and actually going with that versus just like generic oh gonna f this b and get this m you know no, yeah, yeah, yeah 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 so no. it's like you know that actually like had like a cool, like a super dope storyline which yeah. was super awesome yeah yeah absolutely after that uh track seven is big leagues uh which is one of my solo songs and that one uh it's about it's about like i mean it's got baseball like energy driven energy, it's energy one. it's upbeat yeah. yeah uh it's definitely like a summer type song it actually uh i wrote it for my last solo project double vision yeah, um, yeah, yeah. but i cut it from that and then i kind of like redid it yep. and uh it just fit with this one it's definitely one of my more faster upbeat ones for sure yeah okay yeah, he has a really uh, he has a really nice cadence in that where he kind of just turns it on and just da 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 and keeps it's it going. Cool. So it's uh, it's really entertaining and um, it's hard to lose lose focus when he when he raps that fast. It kind of grabs your attention. It's a it's a really good one. Nice. Yeah. Sure. So that was seven. What we got for eight? Oh, it's Funk Dimension, man. Yeah. So that kind of like when I hear that and I hear the song, that kind of like is the cover art. What I think of the cover art, right? Yeah, you know, right, like yeah. when you hear like funk dimension you're thinking like outer space planet type thing you have like the the, the music notes and everything yeah right? you know what i mean for so, sure is that like where the inspiration came from then? um because you were the one that kind of had like the vision for it and yeah I, just kind of put it I, I now that you like say that yeah that makes a lot of sense but i don't think i particularly was thinking about the song funk dimension when i had that um cover art, cover art made yeah. with you I, I just really for whatever reason wanted this to just be like a, a space vibe like yeah. we're putting our music out there it's the celestial birth of like us as a music group and you know we're putting our music out there to like the whole universe to to witness which yeah. i know might be a little corny but that's just kind of hey, the message i wanted yeah. to put out there so it wasn't specific to uh funk dimension but a song like funk dimension fits so well under that umbrella um you know it's a, it's really instrument driven uh it's not like a hardcore trap beat or something Quick. you would yeah. you would typically find it's a really funk inspired like 70s it's got a uh, pretty organic drums and some brass instruments in it too and i um it's completely clean i don't i don't curse in that song at all because i just wanted oh, to keep good. it yeah, very nice. light and uh upbeat and it's almost something um reminiscent of like an old school song like mm-hmm. I, I like to think of like maybe like will smith like being rapping <laughs> yeah. clean that's it's a, very that's it's a good very comparison. happy yeah. and uplifting and it, it's i really am just rapping about uh you know being in the funk dimension and you know walking into a club and seeing the instruments there and going on stage and like yeah. it's just it's got some cool <laughs> rhymes and rhythms in it and um i think it's a it's a good short sweet song that really adds yeah. some good diversification i also. think i like a time machine when i hear that <laughs> yeah for sure it's cool and shout out to nate again because he's the one that made like the robotic sound in the beginning yeah. and then it cuts to his voice again like all that was cool yeah. that was all him. i think that's yeah. cool that also like you you're able to you never met this guy right he's from california yeah you, never you met just him. like hit like that's the power of like the internet these days mm-hmm. and it's yeah. such like a like a corny cliche thing to say but like that's the power of it right like this guy's yeah. in california never met him never like you ever talked to him on the phone or anything no. like that just we just text, text yeah. right and this guy's just like making your guys's like He's smart come to life you know what yeah I mean? so it's, it's super sick to see that actually like in real time you know what I it mean? is cool it is yeah. cool for sure yeah um so then i think that was eight right nine is nine. cinnamon swirl that's, that's my last solo song uh this is the only one i wrote for the album okay um again it was like a summertime type summertime of feel so i was trying okay. to keep it light um yeah. 
To be honest, I don't really know what it's about. It's just a bunch of rhymes. Okay, sure, yeah, it's just man. a bunch Go of rhymes. It, yeah, I'm talking about like flipping flapjacks and syrup, and I don't even know. Yeah, it's a very uh, it's super corny. Sometimes you gotta have that. You know? Sometimes yeah, you gotta it's have a very. That. I don't really curse. Like it's yeah. real light. Yeah. It's got a great cadence. The way he, he the way he raps is great. It's got an old school feel. Um and some of those raps that he's calling corny, you know, like flipping the flapjack, um, and, <laughs> flipping the flapjack. and stuff yeah. like that. Yeah. It, it fits so well with with the music and the vibe yeah. he's kind of going for. You know, in the in the beginning, he says, you know, we're going to take it back on this one. Yeah. And, yeah. and I just, I really love him. There's this point about halfway through the song where he's rapping at a, at a particular cadence and he, he starts doubling it. And he, he raps like twice as fast and just da 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 and just mm. keeps going with all these these rhymes and it, it's really really cool yeah, way to down, like yeah. switch up his flow in that song. So I think uh, that's probably my personal favorite from Corey. Um, <laughs> yeah, some it's really funny cool because he just like like you said he's I don't even know, really cool yeah. rap techniques on yeah. that one. Um, yeah, yeah. So. And then ten the closer. What do we got? Because orig originally, and I, I don't mean to cut you off. But there was supposed to be 11, and then you had to cut it back to 10, right? Yeah, we ran into a small copyright yeah. issue. <laughs> small <laughs> copyright issue. Yeah. But, we, uh, we did, yeah. Uh, talk about 10. Who, that was both of y'all, right? Both of us. Yep. That was the only other song that we wrote in the moment. Yeah. Um, yeah. Back, back, showed him the beat, and we just went. Yeah, do you want me? Yeah, do you want? Do you want us to elaborate on what is ten song or what the tenth song would have been before? It sure. Got yeah, I mean, go go yeah. tell us what like the the tenth one would have been. So I mean, I yeah, I guess yeah. we could elaborate yeah, on what but, the copyright uh, issue was. Was uh, it was the instrumental to the song "Cream" by the Wu Tang Clan? Oh, nice. And um, we had just you know downloaded that instrumental and put together some yeah. some lyrics to it, and uh, yeah. Did not like that. We we got did fast. not like that. Yeah. We used that uh, track for us. Cool. I mean, very you know, obvious. Yeah. That we so were what not... you're saying is that auto flagged in uh... DistroKid yeah. caught it. Okay. Yeah. They like emailed me. And they were like, it back. and okay. then they made me abort the whole album, and I had to re-upload everything it. like yep. with the art again, all that stuff. And so, you did it like the last cutoff day to make to make Friday, Friday which is right? drop day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we got lucky because usually I upload Monday to drop. Friday, Friday, but yeah. in this instance, we were ready, so I uploaded like Thursday before, like like nine days before. <laughs> right. yeah. So we got lucky. We got lucky for yeah. sure because we, we would not have hit our I, date. I remember uh, in, the, in the group text, Corey was like, hey, we ran into a small issue, and I think you were just like working, you weren't texting back. He's like, I don't think we're going to be able to like upload that song or yeah. whatever like that. And you guys just pulled an audible, which, I mean, like I said, it ended up turning out great. So maybe you could put that song out on like a, like a SoundCloud or something as like well, a mix yeah. song. Well, yeah. I mean, Corey you know? Corey doesn't seem to be that into the part he wrote, but I, I don't um, no, I don't like my part, but John's part's gas. Yeah, but like I actually what I wrote, really I like, like it. the message behind my part, which is like kind of rapping about Hollywood and you know how it's all a money grab and people trying to go there to um, you know, chase their dreams and it not always working out and kind of how the the uh dream-esque Hollywood is yeah. oftentimes not <laughs> so what people think it is, and I think there's a good message behind that song. So I'm thinking about just you know separating that from the Wu Tang beat, kind of elaborating on yeah, what yeah. I already have, and just applying it to a different piece of music, yeah. and you use it in the future. Yeah, totally so man. that was a good breakdown of all the songs, you guys. Oh, we got uh, the last one. Celestial oh, Earth is the oh, yeah. Right, okay, yeah. Okay, okay. yeah yeah we can be quick on that one. Like he said, that was another uh, in the moment song, but mm -hmm. and yeah no, it was just uh. I have a, a a note in my phone of just like little bars here and there, so I kind of picked one of those and we just started going and built off that, and um, it, it truly encompasses like the space thing. Yeah. Um, so not only is it the song of the or the name of the song is the name of the album, it also we you know touch on like the whole idea of like the whole you know space 
concept. Absolutely. Yeah, it, it tunes things back down a little bit to close yeah. off the album. Um, it's not super energetic. It's just a nice way to uh, kind of say farewell for now. So yeah, uh, yeah. Yeah, we left it at that, and that is uh, Celestial Birth. That's, and that's dope, available man. on all yeah. platforms, Apple Music, Spotify. Just look up uh, Celestial TikTok, Birth, all that, Too yeah. Deep, and that's a I'll, uh, I'll put links in the, uh, in the show notes. Yeah. Sweet. So. Awesome. Thank Maybe you. we could even get, uh, I, don't, I could send you one of their songs so we could yeah, play yeah, it. Please. You know? That'll be That'd good. Be, yeah. Thank you. To do that. And shout out for the the uh, art, dude. Oh, no, bro. The, 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 the art was it's sick. Nothing, 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 yeah. That, that was, was like send John. Me, that's, that's John's. Uh, send know. me that, too, and I'll put that up as yeah, the other guy. Oh, the, cool. Yeah, yeah, that, like, literally came out of John's head, and David puts it on paper. Oh, David like, just has such a crazy. unique way yeah. of, like, oh, guys, um, come on. Taking my oh, gas cool. my head well, up. What I, what I say, he, he, well, it's like wait, this uh, happened before with the uh, Hollaback cover. I had described yeah, like to the, David like the party just thing. a party vibe and like things in the background, and I, I just gave him like literally four bullet points of things. And in my mind, I had this particular image, and David just produced the exact thing. That <laughs> we was can go in my on head. and on. Dude. I was like, dude, uh, there's no way. Oh, so dude. he's Win- very good at uh, he's like translating what we're thinking. Of, I'm like, okay, <laughs> winter nights was the same thing though. You know, yeah. Joe, goddamn it, it's good. It's all good. <laughs> no, but we appreciate it because you know that's something that um we've had to pay for in the past. Who uh you know one of our good yeah. friends is willing to uh, do for us free of charge because he believes in what we're doing, and um, oh, you yeah. know that really means a lot. So. I mean, yeah, like uh, even like you guys were so like appreciative of even like when we went to go take those pictures bro like that's pictures on an iphone i went to go take pictures of them for like just like promotion and stuff like that they were thanking me the whole time like guys like this is just this literally nothing it's just like two great guys but again you have to think we came from rapping on folding chairs with the dishwasher being too loud so like now that we're here it's it's (laughs) just cool it's cool and i can't wait to see like i hope like literally like the album gets every bit of you know attention and you know everything that you guys like you know so so passionate i feel like that's like the only word to really describe is passion you know what I mean? absolutely appreciate so, it yeah, yeah thank you but yeah. um i think i think that's that i mean what, what's our time looking like how are we doing uh hour and five in so we're hour uh, five yeah, yeah time flies when you're having fun that's right that was that was good that's right that was good i think this was a good one. First of many um is there any last thoughts you guys want to say to anyone who could be uh that's listening looking to see what's next coming out of too deep what's next yeah yeah uh, quality quality's quality. going up um, we we are planning on doing a second project in 2023. Oh, for sure. shit. And it'll okay. be the uh, first instance that we're actually traveling to a studio our first, up in Reading. Yeah, and, uh, our getting first it all full studio. Professionally album. recorded and mixed. Yeah. So um, it's just a matter of finding you know the, that unique music to bring there. Yeah. Uh, but the uh, production's going to go up. The artwork's going to keep staying crazy. <laughs> yeah, Absolutely. Yeah. Social yep. media's going to go up. We just got uh, big things planned. So... Uh, yeah. Stay Absolutely. tuned and look forward to it. We yeah. appreciate uh, everyone's support. Most Absolutely. Definitely. Awesome. Well, episode 49. In the bag. In the bag. And we didn't talk about Jake Paul or Tommy Fury, so... Uh... Yeah, we'll get that on the next one. We'll, <laughs> we'll, get that on we'll the actually one. have Jake Paul and Tommy Fury come to episode 50. <laughs> yeah, that's, come, right. that's our special guest. <laughs> yeah, special guest. So 50. Um, no, Not. thank you so much for listening. Um, clothes coming on the way. I guess a little... Up, uh, yeah, yeah, we're, we in, got we're in active in process, so yep. look for that. So we'll, we'll have some updates on episode 50. So. Sweet. Good deal. All right, guys, thank you so much for coming out. Awesome. Thank you. Thanks. No, good. Ready to go. All right, fantastic. Awesome. Peace. Later. We're out. Awesome. Who the fuck is that? Hey, yo. Someone's at the door. Damn. Knock, knock.
Park, open up, set up shop, who this? SQU to the I, double Z, bringing hits. When we pulling up in public and it's one for the picks. Can't leave the fucking stage cause they just want me to spit. Squeeze it, hand it off, so it's time to touch down. Cause I take it to the end zone when I score, they love my sound. This is not the underground, cause I'm from the A-town. When they say my name, better announce that shit proud. Three drinks already in me, so I'm feeling pretty good. Yeah. Let's just see from a cute lady, signs to tell me that I could. So I pull up to a leave the boys and lose the boyhood. Baby trying to be a lumberjack, I work up on my wood. Bounce, swerve, and roll. And that shit like fire, got your ass under the coal. They offer in a piece, but I take that shit whole. Yeah. Ain't no change, you stopping when I shoot my shots of gold. Swish. Gas on the fire when I step in, yeah. when I spit on a track, man, I am the secret weapon. Before I count to three, have your girl give me head, man. Yeah. So watch how you move, how you groove, how you step in. I'm locked and I'm loaded when we come up for your throat. We jam through the deep while your shit can barely float. I'm hot like a piston, but I'll beat them like the goat. They're following our story when I hear in every note. Hearing every note of the tracks that we produce. You deduce, no excuse, we keep it tight, never loose. She knows I want to bet, that's what she's trying to induce. And seduce myself with her moves and her fat caboose. Too deep, real high, real steep, cause we know we bring it heat with our feet in the street. So just take a back seat to these bars that you hear and the shit that you can see. 3D to too deep when we switching up our fleet. Two men on me, big guns, we blow the sky. Headphones on for us, introduce a new high. They say rappers are berated and the songs are getting dry. Clearly you haven't listened to my music, guy. Rock to the beat, getting jiggy when I dance. She's touching on my body cause she's loving on my bands. Stones on my neck with my piece all in her hand. I pull up like the man, give you access, yeah, grand. Waking up the next day, feel like shit, no sleep. It's kinda hard when you're half of the group too deep. Crazy type of living, man, that shit is for me. We treat every damn day like it's a damn party. I'm looking right through cause your shit cannot fool. Yeah. Take on two deep, that's not a crew you wanna duel no. Gazing on my land, that's the kingdom that I rule Damn. Peep your X-Man, yeah that bull's such a tool